This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome to I Am Gotham Special Holiday Edition. And what does a special holiday edition mean? No, we're not doing a stupid recap episode of the year's comics. No, we're not going to do an episode talking about, you know, like theme stories. No, we're not doing any of that stuff. Instead, we're going to talk some Batman stuff that's on my mind. And joining me on this special holiday episode is my podcast concubine, my brother from the flagship podcast of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network, the Nerdy Legion Podcast, Nick, Nick, the signal went more. How yes, are you, Nick? By flagship, you mean 12th the most popular podcast on the Legion Network. Hello! I mean, we gotta change that, because this week, I Am Gotham was number one for the week. Right. Which, oh, wow. that that's how you know you've got a flagship, because I don't even put an episode out this week, I don't think. We're number 12 with a bullet. <laughs> I don't know if that bullet's going up or down, but we're 12. Ah, oh, Nick, Nick, Nick. Let me tell you. So I, I've been tweeting about this. I've had some comments about this. I don't know if you saw my tweets, but I have finally begun the Batman challenge. Yes, I have seen that. Hashtag Batman challenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to say, I'm not I'm not far enough in where I feel like I can comment properly on whether I feel differently about things. But wait, Martin, did you... I'm sorry if I missed this, but the Batman challenge is referenced to Batman Rebirth. Oh, oh, good, good. See, see, yeah. that's why, that's why we do the flagship podcast, Nick, because you're, oh, you're, you're an expert. You're not reading 600 Batman issues right now. <laughs> <laughs> good luck finishing all that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so for anybody that listens to this podcast or follows me on Twitter or knows me, I, uh, I'm one of those people that kind of, um, how should we say this, Nick? Can we say hate? Is hate a strong word? Poo-pooed. Okay, poo-pooed. I'm one of those people that has poo-pooed Tom King's Batman run. You don't hate it. You just poo-pooed it. I poo-pooed it a lot. Yeah. And, uh... Or, even worse, didn't say anything about it. Yeah, that's when you know I really don't like something. When, uh-huh. I, when, I, when I just quit talking about it. I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So, yeah, I, I, it's no no secret that I'm not a, a huge Tom King Batman fan. Um, but it's it's been interesting, so... I, uh, I've read, I haven't read it the day it comes out since issue like 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. Issue 37 came out today. Ooh. Wow. And, uh, I haven't read, like, that's always been one of the first things I read or like something I read on New Comic Book Day. And that hasn't been the case for, I, I don't even know, that's twice weekly. So like six months, maybe. Um, so it's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. But you know, like a lot of people like it, yeah. and and I was listening to Gotham by Geeks, and and they had Tom King on there, and like he seems like a genuinely cool dude. You know what I'm saying? He's looking, uh, looking out for the best, not just there because it's a very popular title. Yeah, I mean, I think Tom's obviously a big fan of the character. He yes. se- he seems like a very cool, like down to earth dude. And very knowledgeable uh, and, of the character, too, and the history. Yes, absolutely. Very knowledgeable. So after I listened to that episode, uh, which I did not send the question in for, I sent one in for the first time he was on that podcast, uh, and he very kindly replied. 
And uh, I didn't send one for the second one. But mm. but listen to everything that he had to say. I was like, you know what? Like, this is a genuine dude. He loves the character. Maybe I'm just kind of being a douchebag. Maybe I should go back and give this guy a chance. Because here's the thing, Nick. I've loved everything else he's done. Yeah. What's what's to hate? Like, I think when they canceled Omega Men, I was one of those dummies that was, like, tweeting at DC for, like, days on end until they finally came out and said, hey, because all you dummies are tweeting at us, uh, we're bringing back Omega Men. Mm-hmm. Like, I was that guy. I've never been that guy. I was that guy. Uh, and, of course, like, all of the other stuff that he's done, I've enjoyed. But the Batman, yep. not so much. So here's the thing. I said to myself, I'm going to give this a second chance, and that's what the Batman challenge is. Did you walk into your Batman's shrine and kneel down, light a candle, and talk to Batman for a little bit, and then decide, okay, you're right, the Batman challenge it is? No, because Batman would never do that. I I think he would be like, yeah, go read it again. <laughs> Did, I, did you see? Did you see me make it out with Catwoman? Yeah, go read that. Part <laughs> Come on, with that. What's so, wrong with that? So, uh, so, so I decided to invent the Batman challenge uh, to to get myself to read the entire run. Now, I gotta say, I haven't read the entire run. I've gotten up to issue eight. Boy, okay? and you just started. Just well, yes, but uh, and I, I don't think it's far enough for me to say anything about it um, because I think when I decided that I didn't want to read it all the time. I was roughly at about the same spot where I'm at now. Well, you've been introduced to two new characters for well, your yes. third go-around. So I will say this. I've reread I Am Gotham, which, of course, this... Po- Here's the thing, Nick. This podcast is named after that first arc of Batman Rebirth. Can you believe that? You know what I'm saying? It's a peek behind the curtains, y'all. So it's not like I cannot reread it. I, ha- I had to. Yeah. I had to. And, uh, and I did. So it's, it's five issues, one through five. And then, I mean, I guess technically issue six, because issue six is Gotham Girl centric, and you get, mm-hmm. you get a lot of information about Gotham and Gotham Girl and, you know, all the stuff that they went through. Uh, but the arc itself is the first five. And so I read the and, first five. Yes. And hold, let me just throw out me as a trade reader waiting for that one lone issue that explains Gotham Girl how that can't be in the first volume and I had to wait months for the second volume to get that little like that was almost like an epilogue. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, it was very, very confusing and ending I liked volume one a lot and I liked the new characters, but ending it where it ended was really, really odd. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know, DC wanted to rush out the trades. I can't blame them. Well, I don't know about rushing them out. But you got you got to admit it's pretty nice to have DC trades coming out like on time, like pretty yeah. pretty much when the arc is over, mm-hmm. right? Because DC and Marvel have never done that. Yep, you always had to wait at least a year before you got any of that. So that's been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, even though I don't still regularly read this book, I do have every physical copy and every physical trade and. Because there's a DC DC sale going on right now, I purchased the entire run on Comicsology as well. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it's it's so it's not like I'm not it's not like I'm not supporting this book. Hey buddy, I just want to let you know if the host of I Am Gotham stopped reading Tom King's Batman, 
I'm pretty sure DC wouldn't feel that hit too much, Bally. Oh, you're I, right. I think Batman's going to survive. I have no doubts of that. Yeah. Well, I, now at least. you gotta, Dude, you remember, there was a time where they about canceled Batman. I know, but this ain't the time, son. <laughs> they're they're going to brush you off like gum on their shoe and just like, all right, move on. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I, I, I do still – the thing is I still support the book, Nick. Okay? Oh, you even, love the character and the book, yeah. Absolutely. Even if I don't still read it, I still support it. And uh, But I got to say, I, I really, really enjoyed this first arc much more. This is my third time reading it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because when it came out, I read it and I was like, what the holy hell am I reading? Mm-hmm. And then I reread it and I was like, yeah, we'll, we'll just wait and see what happens. But, uh, now that we've had, I don't even know how long it's been now, a year and a half, I guess, of, uh, of DC Rebirth, mm-hmm. I felt like it would be okay for me to go back and try it again. And I don't know if it changed for me because of my rereads, but I, I really enjoyed rereading the first volume of, of I Am Gotham again. Or of, hey, who, of Batman Rebirth again. Who would have thought that Tom King actually knows what he's doing and might have direction where he wants to take the character? Look, that's not what I said. Okay, I've never said that. Okay, I, I'm saying that. Okay, fine. You're saying that. I'm. You're. You didn't say anything. I'm saying. <laughs> that. But uh, but yeah, it's been nice. And I think there's still there's still stuff that I have problems with. Um, and sure. the, and the thing is, like, um, I, I'm not. In my, in my reading of, of the book again, I'm not yet at the point where I quit the first time. So I'm still mm-hmm. kind of like somewhere in, I don't want to say a happy place, but mm-hmm. like, you know, like, like an okay place, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, what's that TV show? The good place? I'm, I'm so, I'm in the good place, except it's, it's not heaven, it's hell. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm some, I'm somewhere in between. Um, <laughs> it's your purgatory. Yes, it's my purgatory. But but the thing is, you're right. I think Gotham and Gotham Girl are really interesting characters that that really brought something different to that story. Um, and I think I think maybe the problem for me was um, that I focused more on Batman when I read these stories the first time, mm. um, as opposed to now rereading it. Uh, to me, it almost feels like uh, maybe I should have focused more on Gotham and Gotham Girl uh, for this particular arc. And yeah. and so that's kind of the mindset that I took on my reread this time, and I think it really did change some things. Um, although I mean, not everything. Like I still had issues with with a few things. Um, you know, I posted a few of them on Twitter. I was, I was posting pictures of panels mm. because um, like there's there's a scene where Bat- Batman and Gotham are talking, and like Gotham's really pissed because you know he he's got the roid rage from mm-hmm. whatever procedure he went through. And Batman's like, he's like, I'm going to kill, I'm going to destroy Gotham. And Batman says something to the effect of like, you know, you can destroy Gotham. Um, oh God, I should, I should pull that up. Maybe I can find the tweet. Hang on. Yeah, there it is. Um, I think this is after the Justice League come in. So this would have been issue five. And mm. Batman's like, stop, listen, I understand you got hit, you got hit hard and now you're hurt, but just because you're hurt doesn't mean you get to hurt my city. Stand down or I'll put you down. And when I read that, I was like, fuck yes. You know, like, that to me is what Batman's about, right? Like, th- I mean, think about it. When he's fighting Gotham, it's almost like he's dealing with Superman to some extent. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, not as powerful as Superman because obviously Gotham's got some limitations to his abilities uh, that Superman doesn't have as long as the sun is around. Um, but just like having him say those words really meant a lot to me because obviously like that's one of the things that makes Batman so great. You know, the mm-hmm. fact that he'll do whatever it takes to protect Gotham City, even if it mean, and- even if it means that he's probably going to get killed fighting this guy. Like, he's still going to be there. And it felt like his voice. Absolutely. Like the voice of Batman in your head. Yes. Yeah. Which is hard to do. Some some writers don't get it. Kevin Conroy, you mean? Uh, yeah, the best Batman, of the, course. The best Batman. I read, by the way, that is true. Every time I read a, a Batman comic, it's Kevin Conroy, mm-hmm. like, talking in my head. Well, then how wasn't he your best uh, Batman when I asked you that question? He, he was. He no, was. Mother. Yes, he was. You yes, are he was. History no, right I'm now, not. Kevin, dude, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Kyra was the best one, and then Ben Affleck's is number two. No. Yes. Correct. What did I say? That is not, that is not, how, not what you named, because this was before Ben Affleck was announced. Oh, wait. No, no, no. You know what? I didn't remember what it was. I, 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 it was a a trick question because I knew you weren't going to think of Kevin Codroy because you were anticipating that I was talking just the movie. Yes. But when you said that, but when you said it included animated stuff, then I retract and I went to Kevin Conroy. Sometimes I'm good boy. Sometimes I'm not so good of a boy. You are a trickster. I know. I'm devilish. Devilish. Anyways, I, Yes. Okay. Other, if those two new characters, because I've wanted to ask you this before, if those two characters were called something different, hmm. Gotham, Gotham, not in the name. Sure. Could you see those two? Like, I could see those two characters being maybe not in their own book, but like ending up in different books or ending up in like hell. Even put put them in Teen Titans. Like. Mm. They were fun characters, and they had problems. They weren't, like, everything wasn't rose-colored glasses. It was like they were plucked out of, like, Astro City or something. Oh, like God, they, don't, don't, they say, just, don't say the A word. But they weren't black and white characters. There were issues, but yet it was fun to see a brother-sister team in comics that felt like a brother-sister. Like, it, it just, there was a cool connection between both of them. And if they weren't called... Gotham, Gotham girl, I think a lot more people wouldn't have got their dander up. Yeah, and you know, here's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up because I I think what I didn't like about that arc is the fact that it ended very abruptly. Yeah, it needed issue six. I think it needed like eight issues for this arc. Um, oh, I, I could have easily have taken more. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, because I think and, so. And I thought the episode issue six that could have went on a little bit longer. Sure. Like I, I didn't want somebody to swing in and like, here, let me calm you down. Why don't you just rest in the bat cave? Why don't you just calm down? Be calm. Well, and so, like, so, so here's the thing. So when when Snyder was doing Batman, mm-hmm. um, we had the Court of Owls. That was the first big arc, right? Mm-hmm. And Court of Vows is what I think like twelve issues, if I'm that not mistaken. Sounds right. And, yeah. And, and this whole thing with Gotham and Gotham Girl almost feels like it it would have needed twelve issues as well. Um, I be- would I would love to know if that was his idea. Like, was this first arc writing for a trade, or did he have to truncate it down because they wanted to move on to bigger, better volume two? Let's get going. Mm. 
Like, get get rid of these new characters. We don't even know if people are going to dig them. Get rid of them. Yeah. Because it was it was good to see even like the like mental. I guess would you call it mental disorder of Gotham Girl? Um, I don't know if it's a mental disorder, but whatever it, the, it was, the, it's interesting to see. Like, it's interesting to see. Like, not everybody is grounded. Not everybody is one dimensional. You know, there's a lot of issues that like you don't see whether the cowl's on or the cowl's off. Mm-hmm. It, it was just it was in. I like those two new characters. I think they, especially Gotham, like. He left way too quickly. Yeah, right. So that's the thing, right? Because you, you they develop these characters for four issues, and then come issue five, he pretty much goes crazy. And I, I understand why, right? Like Psycho Pirate pops in, and but but we never see Gotham and Psycho Pirate interact, right? Strange, mm. strange, just like oh, hey, Gotham and Gotham Girl, like here's Psycho Pirate, and then next mm. issue, Gotham is just like blowing shit up. Yeah, it right? was good to see Psycho Pirate, though. Uh, of course. And Psycho Pirate plays a big role in the next arc, too. But the thing is, like, there, there's a whole lot of story in between the time that that happens and when Gotham starts going crazy and starts wanting to blow up Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Right? Which kind of doesn't make sense because, like, he, he wants to protect Gotham. Except now, because, yeah. of, because of his interaction with Psycho Pirate, he feels like the only way to save Gotham is to destroy it. Right, and I get that, but it, but there was no progression from the one place to the next. Um, yeah, it went it went from one to one hundred really, really quickly. Yeah, yeah, and in the same way, going from a hundred to zero because yep. he's blowing stuff up. The Justice League show up. He pretty much takes care of the Justice League. He takes care of Batman, and the only reason which, he stopped which was way too quick. Way too quick. And the only reason he stopped is Gotham Girl comes in and she's like, "Brother, you can't do this," and like knocks him out, and that's it. That's the end of the issue. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's no. This should have been like a tw- twelve issues, dude. And and I think that's what was missing for me. Like there was, in, I think in the first four issues there was so much potential and so yeah, much, first, so much the awesome. First, the first three issues were so good. Yeah, it just it, it felt like such a great slow burn. Like something's gonna happen. Something is up here, and they just sort of trickled stuff out. And then man, did it ramp up at the end. Mm-hmm. But now, let me ask you. I am Gotham. You're reading from beginning to modern era, or chronologically. Yes. Would you recommend your audience to go and try volume one? Oh, yeah, of course. Your namesake. I mean, they have to, because it's our namesake. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it it's a great tribute that Tom King named it after your podcast. Of, I mean, Of course. <laughs> yeah. You're honored. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, I, um, I, I think it's worth it. Like I said, I wish it, it was longer. At least twice as many issues. Yeah. And, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send, I'll send Tom a message. I'm not, you know, he's not my best friend like those Gotham by Geese guys, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll ask him the question and see what he says. Cause I, cause I am curious now that you brought it up. You'll pull out the paper and quill and write to him like old timey, yes. uh, Civil War times. Dear Martha. I know your mother's name is Martha. My mother's name is Martha, too. Dear Ambassador King, <laughs> in regards. Yes, absolutely. So so I'm curious. But I got to say, dude, like regardless of uh, – I still had issues, like I said. But regardless of those issues, I think uh, I think it read a lot better for me. 
and uh, and go forward. I'm I'm very excited to continue to see what's going on. Um, and again, I wonder if it goes back to the whole trade thing, right? Because now that I'm reading them as a full arc, mm-hmm. uh, may- maybe it'll just read a little bit better for me. Even though, I mean, these the books are coming out every two weeks, so it shouldn't be that big a deal, really. Yeah, and it's not like you're going to forget. Yeah, exactly. But it, but it really, that's why I trade weight, because it really keeps you in the flow of the book. You're not reading five or six other issues of other things that sort of pull your attention elsewhere, and then you try to get back into the bat cowl. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, keep keep the trades going. I think that's a smart way to approach it. Yep. So because of that, I'm excited to keep reading it. We'll we'll see how it goes. I'm 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 actually very curious if I when I get to the place where I stopped the first time, if mm-hmm. if I'll feel the same way. Uh, and and I kind of hope I don't because you know, like I I think I enjoyed I am Gotham so much that I want. Uh, what's the next one? I am Suicide. Um, I hope that kind of keeps the thing going. And the thing is, he, here's the thing, Nick. I love Punch and Julie. And they're a big part of the next arc. And mm-hmm. I, I almost wish, like, the arc was just Punch and Julie. <laughs> Matter of fact, DC, if anyone there is listening, I want a Punch and Julie miniseries. Mm, that'd be fun. That's what I want. Um, I don't know if that'll happen because of the whole Joker, Harley Quinn thing. But uh, I, I think Punch and Julie are a little bit more interesting. I think it's time to wrap this one up, Dick. You have been listening to I Am Gotham. The other flagship podcast. <laughs> oh. uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, if you're listening to this, the week comes out. Have a very Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All those things. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. What, what are the holidays am I missing? I don't know. Festivus. Festive. Oh, Festivus. Boxing Day for the people in the UK. Oh, yes. We've, sure got, we we've got some UK listeners. And uh, that's it. If you want to get in touch with Nick, he's at Nick Wetmore. I'm at Geekvine. And the show has a... Dude, the show has a Twitter account now. Oh. I said I wouldn't do it, but I did it. So I am Gotham Show is the... At I am Gotham Show is the Twitter account. So you can get a picture list there. Not with the, the question mark that you put it on. No, not, on not with the question okay. mark. So at I am Gotham Show. And uh, NeuroLegion at gmail.com is still the best email address. We'll catch you next time.